0: Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina, Board Certified Psychiatrist in South Florida. Are you ready to take the couch? Hey guys, it's Dr. Delvina. It's time for another episode of the Brain Love Podcast. And um, I'm your host, Dr. Delvina, a psychiatrist in South Florida. And tonight, I wanted to talk about the Confederate flag. And, um,, uh, I guess for obvious reasons, right? It's in the news, um civil unrest all over the country, and uh, protests all over the world about equality and social injustice and uh, and so recently, NASCAR on Wednesday um, banned the use of the Confederate flag, and um, a question was posed. I mean, do people really know the meaning? behind the confederate flag why do people have a commitment to the flag what is their commitment to the flag what does that commitment mean um is it that the confederate flag is a representation or a symbol of racism and discrimination and the kkk and white supremacy um i was taking a look at some of the tweets that um that were sent in a response to NASCAR's decision to ban the Confederate flag, which, um, by the way, a well-known helmet designer uh, was very angry about that and did tweet a few things um, regarding NASCAR's decision. But so if you look at Twitter, a lot of people are, as usual, sharing their opinions. Um, And they're pretty interesting because... um, You know, oftentimes we assume that the Confederate flag means racism and the endorsement of slavery. But according to these people, well, listen to this. What's their reason for prohibiting the flag? If it's not racial, then what is it? Is it the color? Too many stars. Tell me, genius. Why are they prohibiting the flag? I don't need to blame a flag created 160 years ago to show my support for equality. So someone says, listen, we're equal. I can still love a flag and still treat everyone equally. And then here's another tweet. Well, it's been a fun ride and dream come true. But if this is the direction NASCAR is headed, we will not participate after 2020 season is over. I don't believe in kneeling during Anthem nor taking people's right to fly whatever flag they love. I could care less about the Confederate flag, but there are people that do, and it doesn't make them a racist. All you are doing is fucking one group to cater to another, and I ain't spend the money. We are to participate in any political bullshit. Let's see, that was a run-on sentence. And I ain't spend the money. We are to participate in any political bullshit. says political BS. So everything is for sale, Let's see. Someone said dropping like flies, just like NASCAR sponsors and fan base have done in the last few years. Wonder why. So, of course, as um, some of I guess the sponsors or some of the people who um, were NASCAR lovers are departing the NASCAR fan club or their support system, if you will. There are people who are now. St- that they'll watch NASCAR and they'll support NASCAR because of their decision to ban the Confederate flag. Besides discussing the history of the Confederate flag and gaining a better understanding of what it means as a symbol to different people, I also want to do the most important thing here, and that is address mental health implications of symbols, and especially negative symbols or controversial symbols like the Confederate flag, and also just touch a little bit on the social unrest and the racial injustices and how that can have an effect on the victims who are directly involved, but as well as us as viewers seeing these things on television and on social media. Full disclosure, the first time I remember being discriminated against or um, believing that I was being treated badly because of how I looked was in pre-K. I was on the playground with the, I called them my friends at the time, but with some other kids and um, they were playing Dukes of Hazard, and I wanted to play too, but I was told I could not play because there were no black people in the show. So if you guys recall, Dukes of Hazard was a show that aired for the first time, I'm pretty sure, in 1979, and I know this because I watched it as a little girl. And if I can recall, there were no minorities or no African Americans or people of color in that show, but man, at the time, and this is how it goes, when you're of the majority and you're the one being dis- discriminated against you're always showing favor to those folks who are treating you badly. And then I guess we really didn't have too many shows that we could watch. Um, well, I guess there was the Jeffersons and um, Sanford and Son. But for whatever reason, I was watching the Dukes of Hazard, probably because of the action and the young characters. And I remember singing the song all the time. Just the good old boys, never meaning no harm. Be you never saw, been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. And I had no idea that they had this flag on the hood of their car or on the top of the car. And I don't remember my parents talking about it, and they're both from Mississippi. So I'll have to ask my parents one day um, what they thought. And I, I assumption I make for them is that being from Mississippi, they were so used to seeing that flag that they just really just became numb to it. They just learned how to see it and not see it so that's my assumption I'll ask my father one day what he thought it's I can no longer ask my mother may she rest in peace but that is uh, one of my early memories of being discriminated against is not being able to play the Dukes of Hazard on the playground in pre-k because I wasn't white
1: just a good old fool never meaning no harm it's all you never saw been in trouble with
0: the, loss. the day that was born. Does that remind you of anything? That is uh, a show that I recall with the Confederate flag from when I was a little girl. And for me, every time I hear that song or hear the name of that, that show, I think about the first time I was treated differently because of the color of my skin. Let's hear from our first caller. Caller, thank you. Please take the couch. Hi, you're calling Brain Love. Do you have a response to my question about the Confederate flag?
1: Yes. So I think that the Confederate flag can go uh, can go uh, both two different ways.
0: So ex- explain. What do you mean? What two ways?
1: So I feel like one way. Uh, can be that I feel like some people are just, that's what they're used to and what they're accustomed to. Um, maybe that's the flag that they grew up on. Maybe they didn't grow up on a typical 50 stars flag, but they grew up more um, on the flag that represented the union. Uh, I know in certain parts of the America, like West Virginia, maybe parts of the South Alabama, that's what people are accustomed to, and they still may treat all people equally. But then I feel like there's other people who go the other way, and they have the flag represent something that's negative, uh, maybe hatred in a way. And I think that they feel like, you know, whites are superior and are only and the only thing that matters.
0: Okay, so you're saying that there's um, sort of a neutral historical context to the flag, and then there's the other meaning, and that other meaning is one of, hatred and uh negativity
1: yeah yeah exactly
0: okay well thank you Uh uh-huh go ahead
1: yeah so i feel like uh maybe we should just get rid of the flag i don't know why people don't use the regular american flag i feel like that's something that stands for all of us
0: all right well that's what we're trying to figure out what's the history behind the confederate flag do people really understand why it makes them angry Do people understand Mm -hmm. why people who want to keep waving or flying the Confederate flag, what's behind that? So thank you for calling, caller.
1: No, it's no problem. Have a good day.
0: You too. Bye. Now, let's talk about the American Civil War. You cannot change what's in the history books. And what I recall about the American Civil War is that it was the bloodiest four years of fighting in America, in America's history. And it was a war fought between the northern states, who were loyal to the Union, meaning America, and uh, between the southern states. And those southern states had succeeded from the Union to form the Confederate States of America. And, of course, was born the Confederate flag. The Civil War began primarily over the controversy of the enslavement of black people. Okay, so that's how the two are tied together, the Confederate flag and the fight over the enslavement of black people. So war broke out in April 1861 and lasted until April 1865. The Loyalists of the Union in the North, which also included some Western and Southern states, they were not shy about their support for the Constitution and for the Union for America. But the Southern states advocated for the states' rights to uphold slavery. And it started with seven states initially. And I'm sure we can all guess what those seven states were. Of course, Mississippi is in there. If Mississippi is in there, so is Alabama and Georgia. And so are Louisiana and South Carolina. But then you got to also include Texas and Florida. And that's how I used to remember the seven states who entered the Confederacy initially, because Texas and Florida were some of the last uh, few states to free their slaves. You know, you learn in history that the news didn't travel quickly You know, so by the time slaves in Texas learned that they were free, it was well after the Emancipation Proclamation and um, they were behind. And so were some of the slaves in, in Florida. So the Civil War was fought because of the enslavement of black people. Okay, so there's this theory of the Confederacy. It's called the lost cause, the lost cause of the Confederacy, and um, it's an ideology that explains the Confederacy, or basically, holds that the cause of the Confederacy during the American Civil War was a just and heroic one, and so um, people who believe in this theory believe that the struggle between the Union and the Confederacy was primarily to save quote the southern way of life or to defend the rights of states such as their right to succeed from the Union and that this wasn't about uh, slavery so the South or the the Confederates argued that the North was too aggressive and Um, controlling, and that is why they wanted to succeed from the Union and the North. um, Well, we know from history that the North wanted to, of course, abolish slavery, but also that the North fought in this war to prevent the Southern states from succeeding. We all had to remain in the Union. So there was a divide between the North and the South, of course. So... The lost cause minimizes or denies the role of slavery in the buildup and the outbreak of the war. So slavery was probably, is considered the catalyst for the Civil War. But there's this, this theory of the lost cause of the Confederacy. And that lost cause theory explains that the war was spot not because of slavery, but because of the South and their desire to be their own, their own nation. Imagine what would have happened if that actually occurred. So I was talking about the Confederate flag. Um, So the seven stars represent the seven states who joined the Confederacy. And of course I'm taking calls right now. So there's, um, there are stars and eventually there were 13 stars And those uh, stars represented 13 states in the Confederacy. Um, So those 13 states were South Carolina, Mississippi, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, Texas, Virginia, Arkansas, Kentucky, Missouri, Tennessee, and South Carolina. There were a couple of different designs, but it didn't last long because, of course, the Civil War did come to an end the Civil War ended the spring of 1865 when Robert E. Lee surrendered to Grant. If you guys know your history. So Robert E. Lee surrendered to Grant spring of 1865 on April 9th. So the flag did not have much glory because eventually the Confederacy did lose To the Union. However, people continue to fly the Confederate flag, and that's what tonight's discussion is about. Why does this flag enrage so many people? Um, I wish someone would call in who is not um, African American, someone who's white, born in America, maybe born in the South, and express their personal opinion about why. The Confederate flag means so much to them. What is their connection to the Confederate flag? Hi, thanks for calling. Brain Love, are you calling to answer the question about the Confederate flag?
2: Yes, I am, Dr. Delvina.
0: Yes, this is Dr. Delvina. How are you?
2: Doing good. How are you doing?
0: I'm well, thank you. Where are you calling from?
2: Calling from Atlanta, Georgia.
0: Oh, okay. Thank you, ATL.
2: Yes, indeed. I was just are saying how. Are we or something, or, or are we just talking in general?
0: Well, the, the question is this. What do you think of when you see the Confederate flag? Are you, what's your race? Let's start with that. Oh,
2: oh, oh I'm, I'm African American.
0: Okay. So as an African American male do you, in America, mm-hmm. you live in Georgia, which Georgia I was just stating in my commentary was one of the first states to join the uh, Confederacy. Okay. Correct. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about when you see the Confederate flag?
2: Um, I, I don't like it. Um, I don't like seeing the Confederate flag, especially living here in the South. I'm not originally from Georgia. I'm originally from Brooklyn, New York. But I've been here for, uh, for a little while, about 30 years off and on here in the state of Georgia. So, um, yeah, I don't like it. But... At the same time, when you're in the South, you gotta expect that you you have to expect to see that because they understand they understand what they're doing, you know, as far as Caucasians they understand what they're doing
0: what do you think they think they're doing when they fly the flag?
2: just showing um that they're still there um uh they never left
0: they, they still who, have those they who are still uh, there.
2: Meaning uh, a lot of people use the Confederate flag as far as slavery, and that's the way most um, African Americans see that flag. They have a different visual on why they have the flag and why they post the flag because it says it holds on to their Southern heritage. And little do they know that that flag means it's, it's negativity to African American because uh, we see it as slavery, because that's what our ancestors seen, um, how they view that. That's what they see. That's, that's what we know. So they're holding on to their heritage, and, and, they just, and that's what they're doing.
0: Okay. Well, I appreciate that. So you're saying that uh, when you see that flag, you think negative thoughts come to mind for you. You think of slavery. Are you saying that you think of racism also?
2: Um, yeah, that's racism. (laughs) When you have somebody enslaved, uh, uh, another human being enslaved, yeah, that's racism.
0: Well, I I didn't want to put words in your mouth, but I just wanted to clarify. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for calling in and expressing your opinion.
2: Okay. No problem. All right. You have a great night.
0: You do the same, sir. Good night. All right. Bye-bye. Now, for those of you who think that NASCAR, this is their, their first time contemplating removing the flag, it isn't. So the decision on Wednesday to ban the flag is actually not the first time. Five years ago, NASCAR asked their fans not to fly the flag at races because of the mass shooting that occurred in a South Carolina church. So... This was a discussion five years ago that NASCAR, well, it states here kindly asked fans not to fly the flag because um, the person who went into a South Carolina church and killed several people. And uh, the president of NASCAR, Steve Phelps, said that they could do better to address, address racial injustice before a race in Atlanta and uh, Bubba Wallace called for an outright ban of the flag on Monday when he appeared on CNN. So that's why all of this is happening. But apparently NASCAR has been trying to, um, I guess, discourage the flying of this flag for the last five years at least. I'm looking at a picture right now of a Confederate Confederate flag, and... Um, and there are, on the flag, there's some words that says, I ain't, I ain't coming down. There's another flag with a swastika on the flag. So it is actually being used as a symbol of hate by some people. We all know that the swastika provokes instant repulsion for a lot of people. So for someone to combine the swastika with the confederate flag, really it does carry a statement. What's interesting is when you read and you do your research, there once was a time when the swastika meant well-being and it was used by Hindus and, and Buddhists to mean good things. It was a symbol of divinity and spirituality. So in Hinduism, Buddhism, it was it meant divinity and spirituality. And somehow, Hitler adopted this symbol and, uh, and twisted it into a symbol of hate. Dylan Roof chose to shoot nine people to death at a church in South Carolina. He wrote in a text, quote, I have no choice. I am not in the position to alone go into the ghetto and fight. I chose Charleston because it is the most historic city in my state and at one time had the highest ratio of blacks to whites in the country. We have no skinheads, no real KKK, no one doing anything but talking on the Internet. Well, someone has to have the bravery to take it to the real world. And I guess that has to be me, close quote. Prior to killing those nine worshipers, Dylan can be seen with the Confederate flag, posing with the Confederate flag. And so people who have a misunderstanding of, about why Americans are afraid of the Confederate flag. It's reasons such as these. The Confederate flag has a very dark history that has been associated with toxic and very dangerous environments and conditions such as the Ku Klux Klan uh, using the Confederate flag or displaying the Confederate flag at their meetings and, and pictures. Um, Of course, we know that during the Civil War, the Confederates would um, display the flag. It's been considered racist because it has been associated with slavery and white supremacy in the United States. Today, neo-Nazi groups displayed alongside swastikas and other hate symbols, And according to some research, the Confederate battle flag is one of the most controversial symbols from our U.S. history. To some people, it's an emblem of regional heritage and pride, but then to others, it represents racism, slavery, and the long history of oppression of African Americans. It's very difficult to make the case that the Confederate flag is not a racist symbol. It was widely used to oppose the end of racial segregation in the 1950s and the 1960s. And so, my friends, this is a symbol of hate and has been associated with very, as I said, toxic and dangerous circumstances. It has been banned not only by NASCAR recently, of course, we know on Wednesday but also leading US retailers like Amazon and eBay and Sears and Walmart. I believe most of these bands came after Dylan Roof murdered those nine worshipers and then, or excuse me, prior to pose with the Confederate flag. So there is true meaning behind the use of this symbol. And so I ask people, on social media also, what do you think of the confederate flag when you see it? And someone commented that they feel a little fear. Someone also said ignorance. And, um, and some other people had more specific types of reactions to, to share. Someone said, I'm glad to know where they stand and how to deal with them. Another person said they're making a stand, letting you know how they really feel, throwing hate in your face. Another said, that's balls of steel. This flag is associated with murder of innocent people and slavery. And another, recognize who they are and smile when I see them with my dignity intact. It is a shock to them in their core and leave them trying to figure out your aim. So I guess that person is saying, don't be angry, just smile and keep it moving. Another person said, the Confederates fought to keep the institution of slavery, so I'm going to automatically assume any person who flies this flag is a racist who wants to bring back slavery on black people. Another person, I think nothing at all. They just want your attention and they want your energy. Don't give it to them. And then another person agreed with that person and said, exactly, let nature take its course. Nature always wins. Another person stated, my neighbor just put up the Gadsden flag. Okay. And someone else commented racist and nope, I don't want to hear anything about Southern pride. And let's see. I wouldn't think about it at all. Now you know what and who you're dealing with. Let nature take its course. Patience, patience. Some people do things for a reaction. And then there's, they got a right to hang whatever they want. I hope black people develop symbols that evoke that kind of fear. Mm, and that's true. Flags are symbols. Someone said racist, period. They made a cell that they no longer have any power, so they are trying to exert their white privilege by putting up these racist symbols. And I think the apartment complex or the HOA should step in and have them remove it because that is a symbol of racism which fuels and drives, also perpetuates this spirit of hatred and racism in this country troubling recently and a whole bunch of hillbillies and rednecks moved here from West Virginia, Massachusetts, Connecticut, North Carolina, into South South Florida area in the past year, unacceptable. So I guess that person is saying that a lot of people moved in from slave states or moved in from states, um, where racism was, um, common and maybe they're bringing those beliefs to South Florida. And let's see. Someone said I think racism when I see that flag. If my neighbor did that, that that I would take it as a threat and move accordingly. No contact, period. So you see this evokes a lot of emotions for a lot of people, and it seems like most of the emotion that is evoked is negative. I haven't heard anyone say anything positive with regard to this flag. I've heard some neutral stances like, oh, it's just uh, a symbol of the South and how they want it to be their own, their own uh, union or their own country. Um, and so the question I posed in a poll, is the Confederate flag a symbol of racism? And 90, let's see, 91% of people said yes. said yes, 9% said no. And let's see. And my desire to discuss this on my podcast is because I want everyone to be aware of the psychology of these types of symbols. What is the mental health ramifications of people who are the victims of crimes or aggressions towards them because of how they look? We know from studies that people who are the victim of violent hate crimes, they're more likely to experience more psychological distress than the victims of other types of violent crimes. And so during this podcast, I'm talking about race. So of course, hate crimes can be committed against people of certain genders, of uh, certain sexual orientation, disabilities, but We're talking about race now. And so the effects of hate crimes, the psychological distress that people encounter or feel when they're the victim, but also when they're reminded that there is so much hate built against them. So when we see symbols like the Confederate flag, like swastikas and some of these other forms or symbols of hatred against certain races, people when they see these symbols might feel sadness they might feel despair they may feel unprotected if you have been the victim of a hate crime you suffer more from intense sadness or low mood or depression you can also have anxiety or nervousness being the victim of a hate crime is a true trauma it is traumatic And it can lead to things like acute stress disorder, which that's the first 30 days after that trauma of someone feeling the acute nervousness, not being able to sleep, maybe having nightmares, seeing things or hearing things that reminds them of the trauma. And if that goes untreated or doesn't resolve, it can develop into post-traumatic stress disorder. So we must understand that there's more to this flag than just history. And as a nation, if we realize that there are certain symbols that have been associated with heinous crimes and uh, motives, why would we want to continue to perpetuate those sentiments towards a certain group of, of people? Hate crimes in 2017 were motivated by hostility based on race or ethnicity more often than other. Factors more often than factors of religion or sexual orientation. So, my friends, prejudice and stereotyping and discrimination can have adverse effects on the victims and also the perpetrators. I can't leave them out of this. They are the ones who need help probably the most. So if you are noticing after seeing all of this unrest in our country, if you're noticing a sense of fear, irritability, anger, hopelessness, feeling helpful, feeling, um, excuse me, feeling helpless, feeling vulnerable, if you're not sleeping, if you're having nightmares, if you're waking up during the night, if you're having sadness, if you're nervous all the time, if you feel paranoid, like something's going to happen to you. I invite you to please seek the assistance of a mental health professional. You probably need to sit down with someone and process this. So the goal in tonight's podcast was to discuss, yes, what does the Confederate flag mean to you? But then to also take it to the next step and say that it's possible that these symbols and some of what we've we've seen on television, those things are enough to create. psychological distress. So if you feel those things, please reach out to someone. You can call my office at 305-981-1700, or you can go through your health plan or your primary care physician and locate a mental professional. Uh, Virtual sessions are available by video or phone call if you're not local. Thank you for listening to the Brain Love Podcast. I know this was a difficult one. And I'm really hoping that people who are of the majority and not just of the minority, not just African-Americans or black Americans or brown or people of color or Negroes. I hope folks in the majority, um, my white friends, I hope that you are able to listen and you can share this information with others because education is power. It's the, the biggest thing that has the biggest impact on anything we can do in our lives is to be educated and well-read and to understand processes besides having patience, of course. So thanks again for being on the couch with me. It's Dr. Delvina and it's the Brain Love Podcast. May God protect us.